sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning. It is April 25th all day today. We just went through a little hiccup. We'll get to Christine Marie, and she's going to describe that little eclipse that we went through last week. It definitely affected me and anything that I needed to get done. So I just tried to smile my way through it. Um, in the house today, we've got Ed Langlo, Carolyn Gibbons. We've got my brother from a different mother, Anthony Rodriguez. Don Sanders is in the house. We've got our Christine Marie and Dominique Cackett, our producer, Richard Dugan. How are you doing, Richard? Uh, doing very well. I can certainly attest to the effects on uh, the electronics uh, we've been having some issues over the the past week or so uh, that they come and go which is nice they yeah. come and go but still well, it's remember, one of those things i remember last i remember last thursday like it was yesterday because nothing that i tried to do technologically i actually by noon i just shut it down i just said okay i hear you i see you i just turned off I turned off anything that had to do with electronics because I don't want to participate. So I know I said, tomorrow is going to be a better day. I started getting out my freedom <laughs> journal and I started writing. Thank you, son, John. Uh, if you guys want to check out the freedom journal, you can just Google it. It's kind of cool. It's like an intense, uh, Dominique, you're in the house. Uh, we're doing it together. I'm a couple of days ahead of you. My son was like on day 40 before he sent it to me. I'm on like day 10 now. Do you like it? Yeah. So it, it just provides journaling prompts so that you can do 10 day sprints to reach a goal within 100 days. It's very well set up and it's fun to do it with someone. Yeah, I would recommend teens if you're out there, maybe do it with your mom, maybe do it with your grandmother. It's nice to create a little team. Um, it's great. It's very interactive. It asks you a lot of questions. It gives you the whole frequently asked questions. Um, it's a self-mastery journal, really, at the end of the day is what it is. So it, it asks you, like, what are the two wonderful things that happened today? Any possible solutions? Do you have any struggles? Uh, tomorrow is going to be a great day because it kind of like, like baby steps you in throughout the whole day. Um, I don't know. Dominique does a more technological version. Dee, what do you do? Well, I did a digital copy, and I put it into GoodNotes, but I can handwrite on it, but it's digital. Yeah, so she's the future and I'm the past, you know. I just like my leather-bound book. Mine has little tassels. And I didn't even know what the tassels <laughs> meant because I didn't really – I skimmed through the beginning. Dominique read every page, every word of every page. So I found out this morning what these little tassels are for. Dominique, can you say what the tassels are for? So uh, there's a bookmark <laughs> ribbon that you can bookmark, use for your bookmark. day. And there's one that you can use for your 10-day sprint. And then there's another one that you can put wherever you'd like. Oh, and I didn't know that until this morning. So it was so nice. I've different, I was wondering what the different colors were, but I just thought it was, you know, identified as they. I didn't really know. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if it was gender neutral, you see what I'm saying? I just figured that this is a really updated journal. So anyway, check it out, guys. Um, we've got a powerful show today. I'm super excited. Let's get to it. In the house, Don Sr., Romy Davies, what do you say? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SB Don Sports Recap, which goes up to my brother, Joe. 
Pepper Marks capped her history-making high school wrestling career at Santa Barbara High by signing a letter of intent to continue her athletic and education journey in college. She was one of our seven senior student-athletes to sign college letters during a ceremony on Wednesday. Pepper's headed to Southern Oregon University, who just won the inaugural NAIA Women's Wrestling National Championship. Also signing on Wednesday were John Schaefer for water polo at Pomona Pitzer, Davis Flanagan for track and fields at New York University, Tiffany Ball for swimming at Westmont College, Gabriel Gallardo for lacrosse at Messiah University, Evan Ensilohara for swimming at Cal Lutheran, and Charlie Covington for track and field at Westmont. In track news, our track team dominated in the distance and middle distances races en route to a sweep of Oxnard in the final Channel League dual meet of the season. The girls won 72-52 and the boys took a 61-48 victory. McKenna Show won the girls 800 and Annie Connect doubled in the 1600 and 3200 to pace the girls team. Their coach Olivia Perdice said it was great racing from both of them. The boys swept the 3200 with Ben Diaz, Jack Garza, and Bodie Angelitis, and 1600 with Nico Tassas, Bodie Angelitis, and Sasha Tanashe. That's it for this week's SV Dons recap, and see you next time. Thank you, Roby, DP High School Charger. We've got her uncle in the house, Anthony. You want to make an announcement who the new president over at, uh, at the Chargers in Dos Pueblos is? <laughs> yeah, you can't believe it. All right. I can't. Well, she, I can't. She did it. She did it. I was so happy for her. So, uh, yeah. Politics, Valeria, Romo, you're amazing. What's going on over there? Thanks, Erica. And hey, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo, back with this week's Charger Recap. This week was a week full of wins, so let's get started. Starting off with boys lacrosse, they played against our rival, San Marcos. The final score was 11-4, the Chargers taking the win. This game made DP history, making it the first time DP has BSM in boys lacrosse. Moving on to girls softball, they played against Pacifica High School. The final score was 9-2, unfortunately, the Chargers lost. Then Swim and Dive competed against Ventura High School. The final score was 90-80, the Chargers taking the win. This moves the girls up to 5-1 in league, and the boys remain undefeated. Then Girls Across had a game against Kate. The final score was 16-10, unfortunately the Chargers lost. Boys Across also had a game against Kate, who are ranked number one in Boys Across. The final score was 11-9, the Chargers taking the win. Dan Finneran scored four goals while Roman Christou scored three. Moving on to Boys Across, they played against our rival San Marcos. The final score was 3-2, the Chargers taking the win. Senior Matthew Wilcox had 15 kills, three blocks, four aces, six digs, and one assist. While senior Grant Hughes put up one kill, three blocks, 11 digs, and 46 assists. Moving on to softball, they played against Oxnard High School. The final score was 9-6, the Chargers taking the win. Senior Bella Nuno went 2-4 with two home runs to add to her school record of 14 in this season. And finally, girls lacrosse. They had a game against Thatcher with the final score of 18 to 17. The Chargers won the game, but not without breaking a couple records in the process. Senior Avery Ball tied with the county record for most goals in a lacrosse game with 10 goals, while senior Lauren Elliott set a school and county record with 16 draw controls after coming back from an injury. So for this week's shout out, I want to give a huge shout out to Avery Ball and Lauren Elliott. Congratulations. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria and I'll see y'all next week. 
Thank you, Valeria. Sean Walters, Cardinals. What's going on over at Bishop? Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters coming to you live on a beautiful day in Santa Barbara, California. Kicking things off with girls softball, the Cardinals got a huge non-link win against Wyneme at home last Monday, 4-10. Junior Tess Johansson balled out again with another home run, going 2-for-3 three with 3 RBIs and scoring 2 runs as well. Sarah Fellers also went 2-for-3 three with 3 RBIs. Great job, girls. Amazing news in the boys' golf world as well, as they shot their best round of the season to date at Soul Park in Ojai. They won 214 to 268 as Luke Eliason shot a team low 40, Carlos Moreno shot a 41, and Dominic DeRosa shot a 42. Congrats, guys! In our boys' baseball news, the Cards beat rivals Foothill Tech at home 7-6 in a tightly contested game. Senior Isaac Veal went 3-4 with two RBIs, scoring one run and had three strikeouts. Other senior Ryan Reinschild also went 3-4, scoring one run and having four strikeouts in the mound. Amazing job, guys. I would like to now give an immense shout-out to senior Sue Luamanu on getting first place in shot put at the SB County Track and Field Championships, cementing our claim that Bishop Diego is definitely the best. Well, everyone, that concludes this week's Bishop Sports Recap. Thank you so much for listening, and please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walters signing off. Thank you, Sean. Ambrose Parti, Sammy Schaefer, the Royal Duet, San Marcos High School. What's going on? Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy and Ambrose here with your weekly sports update. Starting off with golf, our boys beat Brio Linda as they shot 437 and the Royals shot 368. Senior Leo Metzger shot a 1 under 70 to take medalist honors. He was closely followed by Jeffrey Forrester and Shams Jahangir Arshad with even par 71s and Holt Gore with the 75. Great job, boys. Now moving on to swim, our boy and girl swimmers beat Santa Barbara Thursday to end the dual meet season. In the girls' meet, they prevailed 74-65 to to remain undefeated in the season. Our first place finishers include Lucy Holland-Ford, Madison Holland-Ford, McKenna Stretz, and Sophia Panosian in the 200 medley relay, McKenna Stretz in the 200 IM, and Sophie Yonker, Alea Hamilton, McKenna Stretz, and Sophia Panosian in the 200 freestyle relay. Great job, girls. Moving on to track, our Royals won the Grand Sweepstakes at the Santa Barbara County Track and Field Championships on Saturday at Santa Ynez High. Senior Mackenzie Favre continued her domination of the girls' hurdles, winning the 100 hurdles and 300 hurdles. She also ran on the winning 4x400 team and on a third place 4x100 team. Kiala Haas ran a personal best of 5 minutes and 25 seconds to win the mile for the San Marcos girls and was third in the 800. Great job, Track. Now moving on to softball, our girls beat Santa Barbara 20-0 with a grand slam in the third inning by junior Caitlin Early. Early also hit a double and drove in the game's first run with a ground out in the bottom of the first, scoring Emma Foster, who led off with a triple. Foster, Gigi Grit, Camila Morales, Charlotte Hastings, and Tiana Monoghan all had two hits in the game. Also, congrats to our girls for beating Santa Barbara again 19-2 last Friday. Great job, girls. Moving on to tennis, our boys completed their second straight unbeaten Channel League Championship season on Thursday with an 11-7 win over DP. 
The doubles team of Joey and Charlie Friedman continued their winning streak by sweeping their sets 6-1, 6-3, and 6-1. They have yet to lose a match this season. And now moving on to baseball, our Royals endured a marathon 11-inning battle against Santa Barbara to inch a little closer to the Channel League title. Brandon Chicotta hit a one-out double into the right field corner and Owen Estabrook brought him home with a two-out single to left, lifting Sam Marcos to a 6-5 victory. Coach Gibson said, Santa Barbara is very good. They are very scrappy. I'm proud to be on this field and to be a part of something so special. This is beautiful Santa Barbara rivalry baseball. It doesn't get much better than that, and we're lucky we came out on the winning end of it now. The Dons scored four runs off Schoenwetter in the second inning, but San Marcos came back with a run in the third against Santa Barbara starter Liam Keithley. Stephen Bradley went to third off an infield throwing error and scored on a single by Caden Houdina. The Royals then erupted for four runs in the fourth to take a 5-4 lead. They capitalized on three infield errors and four hits. Hodina hit a two-run double and Patrick Kelly singled in a run. Hodina notched his fourth strikeout while retiring the Dons in the bottom of the 11th to earn the win and put San Marcos closer to the league title. And last Friday, our boys beat Santa Barbara again 7-1 to win the third straight Channel League Championship for the first time in program history. After improving to 12-1 in league, the Royals learned they clinched the outright title during the post-game meeting in the left field. They were informed that second-place Buena lost to Pacifica, giving them a three-game lead with two to play against the Bulldogs in the final week of the regular season. San Marcos players jumped for joy, screamed and hugged each other upon hearing the news. We weren't ready to win the league championship with this game, admitted Hodina. We didn't expect Buena to lose, but once we found out, you saw the celebration. Shout out to Eric Perez, said Caden Hodina. It's his first year on varsity and he's been a rock coming in. And our shout out of the week goes to boys baseball. Congrats, guys. That's all we have for you this week. Erica, back to you. You're amazing. Our teen athletes are definitely the spokespeople people for their generation and sometimes i see a lot of wackiness out there what's posted on the media it's it's out there folks just to scare you we've got a dynamo generation coming up they're strong they're smart they've been wired for technology so let's just have no fear out there all right they're going to do the right thing and have no problem passing the torch speaking of passing the torch we've got ed Langlow, and if only i'd known after these messages Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. We're back. I'm Ed Langlow with If Only I'd Known. If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely, as well as those listening in on the radio. Today's segment is titled Technology and Your Job Future. First, let me talk a little bit about my personal experience with this topic. In the late 1960s, I was learning the machinist trade. I was going to school at night and then working in a machine shop during the day. But by 1971, something called CNC, Computer Numerical Control, was in its inception. And 
the handwriting was on the wall. Computer-controlled mills and lathes were going to be in my future. And machinist wages were already poor. And I had the opportunity to get into the air conditioning trade. Now, I had to learn a lot of geometric layout skills for fabrication, but the wages were higher and there was no competition with robotic machines. But around the year 2000, CNC machines started to come available in that trade. It took 30 years to happen, but due to the computer control, most of the geometry and those layout skills that I learned and taught have gone the way of the buggy whip. Not a lot of demand for them anymore. Around 1990, computers began to find their way into offices. Since then, offices and administrative support staff, secretaries, clerks, uh, bill collectors have lost 1.3 million positions due to the increase in efficiency. Uh, typewriters, for if any of you remember the old mechanical typewriters, when I started my shop in 1980, I, I did everything. I, I bought a typewriter, I did my own payroll and everything. And compared to that, the pages on my Mac is so much better than the old typewriters that you can see where it eliminated uh, office skills. Then I was listening to a seasoned lawyer explaining how AI is, according to him, in two to three years, going to be taking over most of the case preparation work that entry-level lawyers and, and paralegals are currently doing, and that most of the people in the legal profession are going to have to take a step up the ladder to stay ahead of artificial intelligence in the legal profession. In November of 2022, a group known as OpenAI produced something called Chat GPT. And that's something we're hearing a lot on the news also. A GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. And that name alone makes me nervous. It reminds me of some of the like 2001 a space odyssey with hal and and uh and the robot in lost in space i think they just called him robot but danger will robinson that's they're here pre-trained transformers are here so uh to watch someone interview if you've if you've never seen it man go on go on like youtube and and search for a, a interview with chat gpt with it's it's a humanoid uh hologram that they're carrying on a conversation just like it was another person it's fascinating but at the same time it's frightening remember the old phrase the pen is mightier than the sword ai gives a whole new meaning to that expression i saw a video with uh, elon musk saying that ai scared him and that artificial intelligence was more dangerous than a nuclear bomb and these changes in technology are taking place faster than we've ever seen them in the past. So I always felt that by the time you're in high school, you should have a vocation in mind and be taking the appropriate classes. But today you might want to look into the future of that vocation and how AI or CNC or computer technologies might affect things. You may want to, uh, do some homework here because you're looking at a moving target, uh, but it's not 
all bad. You might uh, turn things around and look into a skill that doesn't even exist yet. Who's going to write the AI computer programs for the legal profession or the self-driving semis? Kodiak Robotics is testing semis on Texas highways now. Today, they, they, they're, they're down there with self-driving semi-trucks, the largest robots in the, on the planet, a 40,000-pound semi-truck. Promise you this, if you take the time to look into the chance of the occupation you have your sights on being assumed by one of these technologies before you commit, you'll have a longer and happier career for it. Do some research, and I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Wow. Next, live, Richard Ellsworth. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Ellsworth coming to you live from Life West Chiropractic College in Hayward. And in going through my classes this week, I thought it would be a fun topic to just talk about, I mean, we've talked before about what chiropractors do, but how about why they do it? Why do chiropractors do what they do? What's the big philosophy that we operate behind? How is it different from from Western medicine, which which has taken the world by storm? What what is it that a chiropractor is? And basically, chiropractic was founded by a man named D.D. Palmer. And D.D. Palmer dealt with some some interesting Reiki stuff up in Canada, dealing with some energy work. And um, he discovered the idea of tone right? Which we've scientifically started to look at, right? We know that if we throw sand on a vibration plate and play different tones, that sand will form beautiful patterns like a kaleidoscope. We also know that if we take water and play, you know, nice common classical music through it, you know, through, through one vase of water and then have another one that's, we have heavy metal blasting into it, and then we freeze it, we have totally different shapes of, of crystalline, like, like snowflake type structures, right? The one with the positive music is going to have really beautiful classic snowflake designs. And then the one with the heavy metal music is going to have jagged lines, right? That's not, I'm not saying that heavy metal is a bad thing. But Richard, listen to. I, Dominique wants real quick, Richard, Dominique is into the sourdough starter now. And I've been playing uh, too legit to quit. And, I, and my starter is bigger than her starter. I just have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> continue, Richard. Sorry, Richard. Continue. Sorry. Well, and there is there is there is science that does support that. So we know that sound, vibration, tone affects the human body. So the first chiropractic adjustment that was made was done on, on an individual who was deaf. One little vertebral segment was moved and it sent a vibration throughout the entire body that allowed the individual to heal within the day. I mean, that that's that's incredible. 
That's what chiropractic can do. But chiropractic at its root is a tonal discipline. And the ultimate idea that we operate behind is that one small change can affect something on a much, much larger scale. It's that idea of, of a snowball effect, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you make one small adjustment where there's a subluxation, where there's, there's a vertebra that's, that's out of place, and that, per- that releases pressure on a nerve, right? All of a sudden, that person doesn't have pain. All of a sudden, that person is free to do things with their, with their life that maybe they weren't before. They're free to go out and, and do activities. They feel good about it. They feel positive. They spread that to other people. They make those people happy. Those people go talk to other people. And eventually, you end up affecting states, nations, worlds, right? Mm-hmm. One small change that can affect an entire world. That's phenomenal. Sure. We do it every day. This is a whole medical practice that is founded on the idea that we as microcosms are affecting our macrocosm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's way over my head. But why is <laughs> chiropractic school and people that are now I am all in on chiro- my, my kids were raised on chiropractors. Um, I had a standing during football season every Thursday, five o'clock with Dr. Schroeder here in town. I love chiropractors. To me, it's it's the next best thing. I'm not a big doctor person, but why are why it, are chiropractors looked at by the American Medical Association as like Cinderella? Do you know what I mean? Like the ugly stepchild. Why is that? Well, t- truth truthfully, I mean, as as bluntly as I can say it, I I, I truly think we put them out of money. I I, I know we would. Um, and it's because chiropractors have the training and knowledge to function as a general practitioner. In, in some states, we are licensed to do so. And the thing is, is that in chiropractic, we look at the body and we look at its connection to what we call innate intelligence. Some people may call that universe, source, God, what, whatever it is that is orchestrating the pattern of, of arrangement for our system. And sometimes things get in the way. The job of a chiropractor is to go in and remove whatever is standing in the way to realign the body with that innate intelligence so that the body heals itself. It's a principle that's become very common in, in natural medicine overall. Chiropractic just goes to a structural source, right? It goes right to the spine being the center of, of all things because that's where all the nerves are coming from, right? And, and, and it does work, but it, it can treat anything. I swear to God, I have seen the craziest things heal from chiropractic adjustments. And it's not... It has nothing to do with the structural adjustment. It, it has, not, I mean, certainly you can directly, you know, heal someone's sciatica pain with a with an adjustment for sure. But what you're what you're really doing is you're aligning the body with its own ability to heal. You're aligning the body with its own potential to exist and have a great life, and and that's what happens. The the medical association looks at that and it's woo woo. Right. It, it, it doesn't necessarily make sense because their idea is that the doctor can come in and play God. Right. right. That, so, that, that, that an outside force has to come in. A person that has a disease, dis-ease. That was, which is dis-ease, instead of if you wanted to take an alternative approach and not just go get a, a med that you're going to run to the pharmacy, you might want to either parallel a, a, another network treatment with regardless whatever that ailment is, and then also bring in maybe a nutritionalist 
but I, I know with Mountain Sage Healing, what you do, like you cover all of that, right? For sure. For sure. Absolutely. And all of these things have their time and places. You know, Western medicine is the most effective trauma care that, that we have in this mm-hmm. world. And that's, that's, that's its place, right? But at, at the same time, even when we have those types of interventions, the body still needs to be brought into alignment with itself, with its own pattern. Mm-hmm. So you're basically saying that the body wants to heal and that if we take our medical sciences and look at how the body comes back into alignment with its own self-healing, we're supporting a very strong system. Yeah. Oh, a- absolutely. For our absolutely. team athletes out there, I mean, this is just huge. I can't tell you how many kids I took to the first chiropractor. I can't tell you how many teen athletes through all the years of coaching that I took to the first acupuncture, of course, with their parents' permission. But that's not that wasn't something that was in their wheelhouse. And now people are hearing about it more and more. Mm -hmm. Acupuncture, acupressure, chiropractic, uh, healing with herbs, healing with food. And just simply looking at your sleeping in sunshine and, mm-hmm. and good water intake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's all of these little things. But the idea is, is that all of these little things, everything in our life, all of these things are part of a pattern that we're meant to express, right? So again, it, it, it is all of these things are different forms of getting at the same idea, which is bringing our system into alignment with that. It's like it's like getting getting into the flow state, right? That's something that gets tossed around the the what's the what's the Gen Z word woke the the woke community. Right, right? Right. It's like being being in that in that flow state, right? How do you align with that flow state? Well, what's in the way? But it's it's not just what's in the way emotionally. Or, or what's in the way, you know, based on, you know, your own self-concepts or, or beliefs. It's, it's also what's in the way physically. And, and ultimately, there's not really that much of a difference because what, what is emotional, what, what, what you're dealing with on the inside is going to express physically on the outside. So you can address it emotionally first. You can address it physically first. You're going to get to the same outcome. And the outcome is aligning you with your highest self so that your body expresses exactly what it's supposed to. I love it. So do I. I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. Our word was the zone. The zone. (laughs) Yeah. Being in the zone. Now it's being in flow. Yeah, flow. (laughs) Zone rocks. That's a fire word. (laughs) Flow is like, no. (laughs) I don't like that word. Before we go, you gave a recommendation to have a bar that we hang from a bar. And I want to tell you, I got one off of Amazon. It's just a pressure bar. And that has been fantastic because sometimes... I throw my neck out because I'm like typing and I'm on the mouse and stuff like that. So I'm sort of too forward reaching. And when I stretch on that bar, it seems to like put everything back in place. So I really want to thank you for that. Oh, All yeah. Right, Richard, put, let, us, let us have some contact info. We got to go to break. All right. Uh, my, uh, my email address is mountainsagehealingarts at gmail.com. And you can reach me there. Woo! We love you. See you next week. Absolutely. All right, everybody, stay here. We'll be back with more after these messages.
And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. We're back. All right. In the house, Carolyn Gibbons. Hey, Carolyn. Hey, you guys. How you doing? I'm doing good. We're just all over the map today, but there's nothing. As long as you're in the house, there's no way that I just can't. Uh, you know, as they say, kiss the farmer's ring because we are so appreciative to our local farmers here in Santa Barbara. Um, what do we've got growing right now? So I, uh, we we have like a dozen beds around our property. So Dominique, ask what do we what do we want to do? How, hopefully, we're not crossing over because all right. I don't need, I can't eat like a hundred squash. Dominique, what do you got going? Uh, I have beans growing and um, I planted a whole bunch of herbs this year and I planted some squash, but I'm looking forward to uh, kohlrabi, I think it is. That was a new vegetable that Carolyn introduced me to. Wow. What do you got? What are you guys doing over there, Carolyn? That something's good organic. I, I just have to preface by, I love that she is looking forward to kohlrabi and that, that I did that to her. Oh, it's, it's true. Yeah. I've never had it before. It's uh, it was so delicious. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked it up in the supermarket because I wasn't familiar with it. But because it was in my box, I was like, oh, what do I do with this? And you sent an email with the recipe. So it was so easy for me to get introduced to a new vegetable. Yeah, it is good stuff. And we're we're um, starting to harvest spring things. So the spring onions and possibly zucchini. A lot of our spring things are on a hiatus, you know, just kind of coming up right now from this wet winter we had. So it put a lot of things on hold. But I yeah, well, believe all, we're all starting the, to even reason, plant for summertime now. Yeah. All the reason, though, to jump on board and support your local grower. So. That's just, it's, it's, it's important. And for teens out there, you want to go organic as, as, as best as you can. And uh, uh, Costco even now has a gigantic organic session. I mean, it's not, the, not exactly the same. I, I got to say, I don't want to go into the difference between Costco organic or whatever, but if mommy and daddy goes to Costco, okay, kind of throw those uh, organic ones in there. This is going to be a little bit better. Am I right, Carolyn? Absolutely. Nice. I know so, that. This is Christine Maria. I have to say, I love getting my box every two weeks and I'm just about to upgrade to every one week because I'm eating more veggies. So I'm doing, I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah. I love to hear how it lands. Well, that's the truth, isn't it? Even if you started off monthly, your body's going to tell you what it wants. Then you do, I've had people do this monthly, every two weeks and then weekly. Because I just said, try it for a month. But one experience of pulling the, it's kind of like, you know, the best way I could explain it is when you open that box, it's a wow. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. It's, it's, it's a different interaction that you have with your food. You pick up the box. What Dominique and I do now is we leave the box and we bring our bags. So we just leave the boxes. It's a lot easier for us to store up all the boxes. So uh, a little tip, note to self, bring some bags with you. This way you can empty Carolyn's boxes because she recycles those boxes. Would that help you, Carolyn? Absolutely. Yeah. We love getting our boxes back. Nice. And there's, there's a special way to unfold the box because it's a wa wax box that's easy to reuse, but you very gently 
And I think, Carolyn, you have a little video if people aren't sure how to break their box down. But if you bring your bags to the farm, you can put your veggies in. And if you don't know how to fold it down, just set it aside where the boxes are and one of the farm workers will fold yeah, it down. Yeah, we'll do it for you. We'll do it for you. Oh. <laughs> and it's a turnkey self-serve thing I mean, with concierge. <laughs> <laughs> I have to sell your box for you. Bring it over. I have to say, say too, this is Christine Marie again. When I when I was a college student actually at UCSB, I used to work at the Ivy Food Co-op and I have also worked at other health food stores. And it was always so nice to get the boxes from the farm. And it's so nice to have the box from the farm at my house. I feel like I'm like, you know, really connected. I'm I'm skipping a step, you know, straight, straight from the farm. It's really wonderful. I Don, love you're it. A, Don, you're a lifelong gardener. Yeah. And uh, we also get a farm box from a local farmer over here in Ohio once a week, too. And uh, there's a there's kind of a collective form now between different farmers. They've gone away from deep tilling with tractors and they're doing, you know, regenerative work to keep the soil vital, to build up the soil. Uh, matter of fact, one of the, the farm a couple blocks from here, they, they let pigs wander through between the you know plots of vegetables, you know, eating and, and uh, fertilizing. And uh, in our own yard, we got lots of good good stuff going. Grapefruit, tangerines, oranges, two different kinds of chard, spinach. And, uh, you know, it's it's just after that winter, it's, it's my fantasy, like the English country garden, you know, very little <laughs> irrigation needed. All you have to make sure is that things don't overgrow on each other, don't overgrow each other, you know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's make it. We just had the eclipse. We'll, we'll ask... Uh, after these messages, Christine and Carolyn, when's a good time to make some, uh, put some stuff in the ground, but kids go out, get out there. It, it, it's not, uh, dig a, start small. Okay. Put a couple of tomatoes in. All right. Let's think uh, about that this week. Or even, you know, because I know this goes all across, you know, so far out of California where the, we, they actually have seasons. You can grow something in a pot indoors, even if it's just herbs or, you know, something to really connect with the food that you're growing. And we learned last week through um, Sarah Boatwright, what it actually does by getting involved in the dirt is it actually lowers stress, it lowers depression, it actually increases happy. And that's what we're trying to do is give tools to our next generation uh, to connect. So Absolutely. anyway, let's think about those things. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And um, what were we going to say? What's up? What's up, teens? Look up. Look up around you. <laughs> is that the yeah. name? <laughs> What's up, teens? Look up. You know, you know it's interesting because... Um, 
last Thursday, uh, actually Thursday, early, early morning, Wednesday, late night, there was a solar eclipse in the sign of or a lunar it was solar eclipse, which is it happens at the same time as a as a new moon, right? The new moon goes over the sun, and um, it blocks the sun from us. And again, I think it's interesting. Um, I don't know about you guys, but there was a lot of people that I knew that were having a difficult time on Wednesday, um, Tuesday, and Wednesday, um, emotional time. And this was a new moon in Aries. And when I was looking at it, I was reading about it, and I I thought it was really interesting that it talked about. This new moon is um, is 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 related to personal plans, courage, independence, and self assurance in strong focus. New beginnings in that way, and I felt like that. What it was doing right before the new moon was getting rid of the old stuff that was stressful, and I, that's what happened to me. There were a lot of difficult things that were happening, difficult emotions. But then today, or not today, but then that Thursday, right after the eclipse, it felt so good. I felt almost like I had a renewal and I hadn't even realized it that that was um, that that happened but I it was really palpable for myself and just as um, Richard was talking about how we we affect each other our bodies affect each other right I think the bodies in space affect us and the moon is the one that really proves to me that it affects in some way what happens on the earth because it affects our tides and it affects you know the water levels and we have water in our bodies right so it's affecting us so that's 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 um that's what i have to say about looking up <laughs> and what's up <laughs> looking up and new starts as above so below right so there's and new starts new beginnings new moons are always new beginnings and they're powerful i think that uh, an eclipse is just a clearing of the old in a really big way um so i could pick a card if i want if you if you want i can always pick a card if not i'm okay Oh, I like when you pick a card for the week. Yeah. You like when I pick a card for the meeting? Okay, okay, okay. Or for the for the day. Okay. Yeah. Let me get my cards. They're here. They're here. Um, gosh. Does anybody um, in particular want to me to pick a card for them, or do we just pick a card for the moment? I'll, I'll take a card, moment. any card. You, you're going to pick a card, Dr. D? I am. Okay, hold on one second. Let me just, like, get a... Um, all right. <laughs> Just trying to get it in there. <laughs> shuffle. I'm sure that you can take that out, Dr. D. <laughs> but no. let me just shuffle it up real quick and go ahead. Dr. D, tell me when to stop shuffling. And stop. Okay. Do you want me to pick from the top, the bottom, or the middle? Middle. Okay. The, the, this side of the middle or this side of the middle? <laughs> this one? That's correct. Okay. Oh, this is the Ace of Swords. I don't know. Ace of Swords is a new beginning in the way of thinking. Swords are metal. They're metallic. Mm -hmm. uh, if we go to show, I'm, if we're going to have it on video, but it's, it's the metal. It's metal, air, thinking. So there's. it would indicate that this new moon or that new moon that just happened for you is a new moon uh, that's that's really helped you clear away some old ways of thinking and begin with a new way of thinking. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. And I yeah. can, I am aware of that too, by the way. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a Wuga moment that fits right in. My new beginning is that our, our, our Huga uh, time is being spent this week doing sourdough. So oh. it's back to the basics and uh, homemade. So we're working on creating a sourdough starter and we're posting our journey on Facebook. 
You can find us on Q-Sports Radio. Yeah, she's getting quite a following. (laughs) (laughs) So the fun thing about sourdough is it's a fermented food, and they have found when they've studied digestion that for some people who don't have a huge intolerance to gluten, the sourdough, real sourdough, actually helps the body digest the gluten, which is the protein in wheat, and then it also helps the body absorb minerals that are present in the wheat. So the way that you know you have real sourdough is you look in the ingredients and if the ingredient says water, flour, salt, you have a real sourdough and it's frequently called an artesian bread. Hmm. Well, we're just waiting. There's an over under that I started. I won $20 yesterday because the <laughs> starter's not ready yet. Right. So every time I just say sink, sink, sink. It has to float. So you put exactly. a glob of then you're ready of the starter in the water and it has to float. That's going to change probably in three or four days. I'm going to I'm going to bet that it floats. But for right now, is it feeling? I've been putting music when she sleeps. I've been putting music on it, and I think that has a lot to do. Yesterday, I didn't think it was going to float. You've been serenading the yeasties. Yes, with my iPhone. <laughs> Everybody wants to know what's that noise coming out of the pantry? It's like hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you sure you want that version of Hallelujah in your sermon? <laughs> no, I don't want it. That was a difficult one, honey. $20 that day. Okay. So then if I put on some FC Hammer and stuff, I get, you know, get it to go. Okay. I'll do that tomorrow, the next day. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Don, with everything that you're growing in your garden, um, pick a vegetable that's your favorite. That's you there right now? I'm yes. I'm kind of I'm kind of partial to my Texas pink meat, um, a, a, a dwarf grapefruit tree. It's like the heart of my yard. I mean, I like lots of the things that are out there and uh, just, you know, going out there and, and expressing gratitude and talking to the plants. I, I tell you, it's they've been taking care of us when I go out there and give them some love. Great. We only got, a couple, we got a couple of seconds. Anybody want to say or share? Oh, I want to say that I've been getting mushrooms in my bag, um, in my in my veggies from um, um, something's good organic, and I love them. They're wonderful. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. D. Yeah, anything for you, Carolyn. We love you, Dr. D. Do you got anything growing before we go? Uh, strawberries. Yeah, love it. And you got you got anything going? No, not Nothing. yet. That's uh, okay. Get something going in this week. Santa Barbara, we love you. Put something in the ground. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single.